You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. My daughter's 22. I can remember the day she was born like it was five minutes ago. How do I want to be remembered? You know, and it's not a morbid thought because the reality is you're going to be there at some stage and people are going to be at your funeral, hopefully. What are they going to say about you? Well, that's legacy. You know, what are you leaving behind? Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Des. Hey, welcome to this week's Momentum. So great to have you tuning in. Really appreciate you doing that. And uh, it is Tim and Des with you once again for another unpacking of something Wonderful that's going to help you in your, in your journey. Desi is laughing. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm really good. Uh, and it's, it's really interesting that we're, we're talking today about uh, legacy. We talked last week about calling and mm. what calling means in our world and, and what we do for the Lord, um, you know, really reflects our calling. Um, we talked about, you know, the alignment of gifts with calling and so forth. And if you missed that, just go back and listen to the podcast, which will be online at MomentumAustralia.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're, today we're talking about legacy. And let me ask Tim, let me ask you the first mm. question. Do you think calling is more important than legacy or vice versa? I think, to be honest, Des, I think they're both as important. Mm. I think it's important to know what we're doing. Yeah. And I think it's also important to know what we're leaving. Yes. Right? Yes. So calling for me is what I'm doing with my life and legacy is what am I leaving yes. from my life? Yes. What am I leaving behind? And so for me, I would say that both are as important as one another. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. And and you know, one of the phrases that uh, comes to mind is, you know, calling is about being a servant of Christ. Mm. It is what we are called to do, to be a servant of Christ. But the other one, the legacy, is being an ambassador for Christ. Mm. It is how do we represent Christ in on the earth? And that is our legacy. Mm. So they're, they're both equally important. I mean, let's be honest. Legacy is not a word that we tend to hear much of mm. these days. We, we talk a lot about calling and finding your calling. And of course, we did that last week. But, yeah. you know, legacy, this idea of leaving a legacy, what does that look like? How will I be remembered? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, for some of some of the guys listening right now and, and including myself up until a few years ago, that was a pretty scary concept to go, well, it's been interesting. Yeah. My life's been fairly chaotic. <laughs> the legacy that I'm leaving up until now doesn't look too crash hot. <laughs> but the good news is that there's always time for a turnaround. Yes, exactly. Right? And this is where I think you, you, you're quite right in saying a servant of Christ, but also an ambassador for Christ. And if the first part of my life depending on how old I am. But if the first part of my life has been fairly chaotic, it's been a bit traumatic and there's been some stuff, well, I can change that in the second half of my life. And when I start essentially taking the emphasis off myself, right, and putting it on other people and going, okay, I realize now that I'm not, it's not all about me. Life isn't all about me. Yeah. (laughs) What legacy am I leaving to my kids, my grandkids, to those who knew me? Exactly. And one of the things we said uh, before was about, you know, the servant and ambassador, but also being devoted to the Lord, which mm. is all about worship and obeying and um, and all those things that we must do as part of our love for the Lord, but also be committed to the Lord. And what I mean by that is the outworking of that love and, and uh, worshiping and so forth of the Lord and obeying the Lord. The working out of that is being committed. What does that look like on a day-to-day basis, do you think? 
That's a really good question. <laughs> It'll mean different things to different people, but it is about, you know, people use the phrase, you know, legacy, what would you do if you knew that nobody was watching? Mm. What do you do in private? What, you know, in terms of your faith, what do you do in private? Do you really spend time reading the Bible? Do you really spend time talking to the Lord in prayer? And so, you know, th- th- those things are are real, and it's it's um it's, it aligns with the, the show we had a few weeks ago where we talked about character mm. and character and legacy go hand in hand. Our character and our legacy, yeah. One of the things that you mentioned uh, a while ago when we were starting to talk about this, and we said, you know, whenever we we don't focus on it much at all, but when the earthly things disappear mm. and we come to the end of our life. We have an ongoing relationship with the Lord, and I have to give account for how I've lived my life. Mm. You know that is I have to give an account of my legacy. You know, and and that's a real challenge to all of us. Mm. You know, it's not that God doesn't love us, and not that He's judging us in the sense of, you know, you're a bad boy, so you'll be punished. Mm. But it is giving account for what we've done with what we've been given. Yeah, you know, I'm very big on this idea of stewardship. And generally in the church, when we talk about stewardship, we talk about finances and stewarding our finances well. But I think um, part of our legacy should be that we look at every area of our lives and how do we steward everything, everything. So if, you know, the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So how do we steward our relationship with our wife? If we're blessed to have kids, how do we steward our time with our kids, right? Yes, how we steward our finances, most importantly, the one asset that all of us don't have enough of is time. So how do I steward my time? Am I wasting my time? Yeah, you know, true. And I'm not saying that we need to get religious about not watching movies and having downtime and having holidays and breaks. But you know, am I, am I using my time wisely? Do I get the most out of my time? Um, you know, and I think a good overall sense of, hey, if I'm doing these small things every day, these habits that I put in place these characters that I develop and this commitment to the Lord that I have, that would, over a period of time, you'd think, put me in a pretty good standing as far as my legacy. But it, it looks at, you know, every area of my life and how am I stewarding these? Am I stewarding these well as unto the Lord? Yeah. Because I don't get these things back. No, exactly. And, and it's interesting in terms of the balance in your life. So, you know, there's lots of people who have, uh, their priorities, their family, and that's great. And, mm. You know, we encourage men to be involved up to the hilt in their family's life and their children's lives as mm. part of our mission. But, mm. but where is the balance, Tim? Do you think between you know, uh, you know, managing wrong word, leading our family um, alongside our legacy and our calling? Uh, where do we where do we draw that line? Where do we find that balance? Well, I think they're all intertwined, uh, and the sad the sad thing is. And sometimes we will hear this is that, you know, people have left a great legacy financially. Yeah. But they've done it at the detriment to their family. Yeah. Right. And and for guys, sadly, that's often the case because we get so caught up in work and earning money and being a provider. Yeah. Yes. That we can go, oh, but look, I but I did all of this. Yeah. And meanwhile, the family and kids are going, yeah, but we didn't know you. You yeah. disappeared. And, you know, I mean, that's a little close for you too, because I yeah. know that that was part of your story. But I think we, I think we have to be careful about that. I think they're intertwined. Yes. Because uh, it's not just one part of my life takes precedence. It's how do I 
invest into each one of these so that my legacy affects my children, my wife, and every part of my yeah. life in a good way too. Yeah. Not just that I excel in this one area yeah. at the detriment of everybody else, but that everybody kind of gets benefit from the way that I steward my time around them all. Yeah, that's that's good. And, you know, in terms of family, you know, I don't think God would ever expect us to ignore our family, you know, to serve him. Hmm. I think that is a balance as well. You know, God is always first in our life because, you know, we are an eternal being and we'll be in the presence of the Lord forever. And so, you know, that is clearly a priority and a focus for us. Hmm. But managing that alongside all these other things is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, you know, how it do, is. How do you how do you spread your time? How do you allocate? My family, when I was growing up, you know, the whole family went to prayer meeting. The whole family went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night. Yeah, you know, it was it was the way it was, right? And that was my mum and dad together setting that priority for the family, and and I respect that, mm. you know. Mm. But there's other people who wouldn't see it that way, you know. They would say going camping with their kids is a better priority or a different mm. priority or whatever that might look like. The reality is for each of us it's going to look a little different, but I, I am going to refer to First um, Corinthians. This is 7 verse 32. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord, but a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. And so <laughs> right there, we've got yeah. the tension of, yes. I want to be obedient to the Lord and give him my undivided attention. But I also have a wife and kids, if I'm male, yeah. that I need to find a balance and, and do this too. And while I'm fulfilling the calling and thinking about the legacy that I'm leaving for God, I don't do that at the detriment of my family. That's right. And I think that when you're talking about in the family context, you know, the relationship that the husband and wife have mm. in terms of the, the uh, dynamics between them is, is impacted by that. So, you know, a family, a family unit, Christian unit, you know, they talk about how much time they spend on devotional. They read the Bible together. They mm. they pray together. They you know say grace before a meal together, mm. um, and, and so forth. And that's and that's really important to get that balance right, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think also, look, um, the truth is that we've all uh, heard stories or know people whose kids have been affected by mum and dad being more committed to the church than perhaps the family. Yes. Right. Yes. And it and it has it can have a negative effect if it's not done well. And then you think about then the effect that that has on the kids coming up, growing up. Yeah. Right? And they and they have this very negative view of church and God because well, mum and dad it, that was more important to them than we were. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying yeah. like it's 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 good that we have this undivided attention to the Lord. He is the one that we who created mm. us and he's called us. But again, if we don't if he's blessed us with a wife and kids and whatnot and our family, you know, we need to be making sure that we're juggling that really well. Yeah. Because if we take that out of balance, right, the, the, if they get elevated yeah. above the Lord, that's not good either. Yeah. But if we elevate him so, and what we do for him above our family, we're going to leave our family behind and there's going to be some negative consequences to that. Yeah, and sure. I think it's really good to find that balance and important to find that balance because then we don't have generations coming up 
who are have issues with their parents or the church <laughs> because they felt neglected by the parents because all they did was serve God. And I think, you know, it's a delicate balance, but it's one that we need to, as men particularly, because we can get that balance very easily out of whack yeah. because we want to do and we want to achieve and we want to yeah. be seen to be successful at the detriment of bringing our family along as well. So do, do you have any tips we can give men to help them find that right balance? Any thoughts around what we could do to encourage men to get that balance right? Well, I think the first thing is have a conversation with your wife. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, I'm serious. Yeah, not how I agree with you. And, and, <laughs> and actually ask her and be prepared for an honest answer. Yeah. And go, hey, am I, what do you think? Yes. Because women are intuitive. Yeah. And, you know, you and yeah. I can say this, <laughs> a couple of trips around the sun, down the track, <laughs> but uh, we, we probably should listen to our wives more as men. Yeah. Because they do have something that we don't see. And sometimes they can just, they can see it, you know, they can see it and they, and we can't see it because we're so busy in it. And yeah. so honestly, have a conversation with your wife and say, look, do you feel like I'm neglecting you? Do you feel like I'm not spending enough time with the kids? Am I elevating these other areas over here above? Like, do you guys feel loved? Is my presence in the house, you know, a positive uh, is it a positive thing or, it, or do you guys, you know, walk on eggshells when I come back because I'm so tired and grumpy because I've spent all of my energy with other people and when I come home, there's nothing else to give. Yeah. So I, I think it is having honest conversations and, and finding that balance well. Um, I think that would be the first thing that I would do. And for a lot of guys, that's going to be a scary concept. Yes. but They don't but, know what they might hear. <laughs> but the reality is we need people in our lives who are going to give us the truth in love and who better than your wife, who knows you better than anybody, probably better than you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Tim and Des on Momentum, and we're talking about legacy. Would you want to take a short break? Uh, in the meantime, have a listen to the podcast, maybe, or even go to our website, uh, MomentumAustralia.org. And so we'll be back shortly with a second half. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Well, thanks for hanging around and tuning back in. It is Tim and Des with you once again for Momentum. Uh, all around Australia, this show goes, and that is awesome. Big thanks to the radio stations who take the show, and a big thanks to you for tuning in as well. MomentumAustralia.org is our website. You can find details about Momentum, who we are, what we aim to do, and, of course, previous ep episodes of the show as well, MomentumAustralia.org. But it is uh, Tim and Des with you once again. We are talking about legacy this week. And, uh, Des, we started off by saying not a word that we tend to talk about these days legacy true it's um it's a very important word i mean it's a word that talks about a character it talks about you know what we leave behind and and i'm not thinking materially necessarily but mm. you know in terms of the impact that we have on people you know i i, I think again of my dad and and think of you know the hundreds of people who turned up at his funeral it wasn't because he was wealthy and it wasn't because mm. he had made you know an apparent big impact in the world but it was because he loved the Lord because he, you know, was genuine, because he lived a good life, because he, you know, he, he served, he studied the Bible, he spoke at conferences and all that sort of stuff. And so he left a great legacy. There's a famous saying, and I, I may get it wrong right now, but it goes something along the lines of people will perhaps forget what you said, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. I think it was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's true. I mean, uh, and I saw something else, you know, like nobody ever says at a funeral, oh, she had the most amazing house and she bought the most beautiful shoes. 
Yes. I mean, so. <laughs> that might be the case. It's not that we're being morbid, but the reality is when you talk about legacy, it's like what you've left behind. How will people remember me? And so, you know, part of the challenge I think, Des, is that we don't often talk about the fact that, you know, one day we're not going to be here. Yeah. And, and even right now, even me saying that might kind of make people feel a little uncomfortable. But the reality is it's the truth. Yeah. And I think if we work backwards, for me, the legacy piece works backwards. It's yeah. like, okay, if I've got, <laughs> you know, I'm 48 years in, realistically, I've probably got 40 years at best. Right. What am I working back from? So in the next 40 years before I go the other side, yeah. what am I going to do with that? You see, yeah. if we don't often think about that, we've still got this sense that, you know, this uh, piece of, well, time is just infinite. We don't, yes. we, we don't often think about the fact that time is going to run out for all of us. And if I don't think about that, I just kind of blindly go on and do mm. whatever I do. And it, it kind of fits in with the calling piece, which is what we talked about last week. Yeah, and believe me, when if your your life goes in so quickly, I know because I'm right. a lot older than you, right? right? And so, and so yeah, this young man Tim is talking about you know his last days, and I'm I'm a lot closer <laughs> than he is. Of all things, work out. <laughs> so, but, but it's, it's true, true, isn't it? It is it, true. It's absolutely true. I right? mean, a life in the blink of an eye. You know, yeah. like uh, my daughter's 22. I can remember the day she was born like it was five minutes ago. Yeah. You know, and, and the same for all of us. Yeah. And if we don't intentionally think about, hey, if I don't start thinking about a what i'm doing calling and b what am i leaving behind and how do i want to be remembered yeah. you know and it's yeah. not a morbid thought because the reality is you're going to be there at some stage and people are going to be at your funeral hopefully yeah. what are they going to say about you well that's legacy you know yeah, what are you exactly leaving right. behind yeah was he a grumpy but he had you know three million in the bank or 20 million in the bank but nobody liked to go around him because he was just grumpy and and you know you had to feel like you were walking like eggshells around him or did he have five cents you know left in his bank account because he gave everything away and yeah. you were a beneficiary of that and you just yeah. loved being around him because he encouraged you and you know whatever it may be i mean so what sort of person do you want to be and it's only when we really think about the end that we can actually think back to now and go, okay, well, then I can aim towards that. But if I don't think about it, I'm just kind of aiming towards nothing. And the best way to do that is be aligned with uh, our Savior in Christ and and live our life like he lived. Absolutely. You know, so, so he is our example. He is... Um, you know, everything that we need to be. And if we, if we want them, people use, Christian Jews the term, be more Christ-like. And, and that's exactly what it means. It means live a life that is spotless, that is clean, that is um, exemplary, uh, will never be perfect. Not even you, Tim. I'm pretty close. You, you come close sometimes. Pretty close. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's true, but it's true, isn't it, that, that uh, all of us will never be perfect. But boy, you know, we can all adjust our lives. And, Absolutely. And have different focus leading to a legacy. I want to give you what I think is one of the most challenging and scariest scriptures that I've ever read. And it's 1 John 2, and it's verse 6. And it says, whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Yeah, exactly. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Yeah. And I actually had that on a wristband once. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. and I took it off. Why you know you why I took it off? Because you didn't feel you could like, it. It's challenging. Yeah. For me yeah. to walk as Jesus did, that's me being a Christian, dying to self, making him... Lord, not just Savior, 
that was really tough. Yeah, it's like having a uh, a cross on the back of your windscreen of your car, and you and you drive erratically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that's, that's true. You know, I mean, Hillsong used to have this cross for Easter. Cross equals love, um, and I had it in the back of my car, and quite often, you know, I'd scream past somebody or bump the horn or something, and I'd say, mm. "Wow." You know, I think mm. I had to take that sticker off or change my life. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I want to take this conversation somewhere that might be a little uncomfortable, but you mentioned Hillsong there, and of course yeah. we've all seen what's happened with Hillsong recently. Mm. But let's use that as an example and not to, not to highlight and point fun and judge and whatever, on the contrary, mm. but just to use that as an example to say, you know, it, it's sad when this happens because yeah. people uh, – have this opportunity for influence and of course you know who i'm talking about has yeah. influenced a lot of people for the good for many 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 years yeah, yeah. and yet now that legacy of what he's remembered for might look a little different yes right and yes. that's such a shame yes because now we forget about all of the whatever it was 30 40 years mm where he's faithfully served and whatnot. And again, no one's perfect, mm. right? But now the legacy to some degree has been tainted. Yes. And and I and I, I do that not to point a finger or whatever. It's just to highlight to all of us, you know what? We only get one chance, really, to um to, to keep this reputation intact. Yes. To to keep ourselves on this path. And you know, you I mean you look at anybody, whether it's a, a football player, you know, it might be the the guy's a star you know, a uh, striker, and yet he misses a crucial penalty, penalty shootout, yeah. and that's what he gets remembered for. Yeah. Not all of the 300 goals <laughs> that he scored in the, you know, do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. like, absolutely, it's this sort of thing. And it's like, so it, it's also, I think, Des, being aware of things that might be able to trip us up. Yes. And what am I going to be remembered for? Because I can do all of this good, and yet human nature, for whatever reason, will just remember this one area where I really messed up. What it means is we have to be conscious all the time Absolutely. of how we're living our life. It's not, we can't just relax. I mean, we, we can relax, but, but in the spiritual sense, we, you know, we're in warfare yeah. and that warfare is real. Mm. And so we have to be guarded about what we allow into our life, what we allow to influence our life, mm. uh, because that ultimately can and will affect our legacy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we've talked about legacy. We, we talked about what it is, essentially what people are going to say about us, you know, um, we've talked about the fact that calling and legacy are, are closely linked mm -hmm. and I think they're evenly as important as one another. What do you think then about this sense of achievement, right? And that I suppose is calling to some degree. It's legacy not necessarily being what I've achieved, but it's who I was. Because that then indicates it's not about what I've done and whatever, it's the character yeah. that I actually exemplified through my life i think i think the achievement thing is an interesting one because uh, we can get hooked into achievement but we must remember the achievement is the lord's the results are the lord's they're not ours you know we can we can we can um serve we can do all the things we want in our calling end of the day we're a servant of the lord and he will get the increase and he will create the increase and so, uh, you know, I wouldn't like to, um, I mean, I, get, I think back and I look at my life and look at the last, you know, 10, 11 years of, of being a Christian, you know, 
the Lord has intervened in so many ways and so many different things. And so, you know, he gets the glory for what we do. And so I, I, let's not talk about achievements. Let's talk about our calling because mm. that's, that's so much more important from our, how we live our lives. And, and if we do that right and, and we are constantly on our guard, then our legacy will be great mm. you know, because the Lord will give us the blessing mm. um, and the fruits of our labor. Uh, and we'll see that, but we don't glory in it. See, the challenge, I think, is that as people, we we tend to look at achievements, yeah. don't we? Yeah, we do. Right? And, and sometimes we'll applaud achievements more than we will good character. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Right? So it might be that so-and-so, John Smith, has done this amazing thing, but John Smith has also, behind closed doors, trampled on 20 people to do that, to make that happen, where mm. 100 people in the congregation will applaud him. Yeah. But behind the scenes, he's not had good character along the way. And I think we need to be very careful around this fact of, you know, achievements are great and doing things for God is okay. But essentially, yeah, the character yeah. piece is really, really important. Yeah, exactly. It is very, very important. You know, one of the things um, we'll, I want to leave you with is Ephesians 4, 1 to 6, and it talks about um, as a prisoner for the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy. And that worthy part is about legacy, right? That talks to how we live our life. So as a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you've received, and that's that's the calling. And so even in Scripture, they're both linked, legacy and calling. So key, we get both right and do both well. We've been chatting about legacy this week, of course, last week was calling. If you missed it, uh, you can find it on our website at MomentumAustralia.org. Or if you prefer podcasts, uh, go into your favourite podcast platform and put Momentum Australia into that and you can see a whole raft of shows around a whole range of topics for men and hopefully you'll get something from that as you have had this week. And, of course, if you go online to our website too, you can find out a bit more about Momentum where we broadcast uh, get involved as well. And if they, look, if there's a topic that you'd like Des and I to address on the show, uh, we'd be very open to suggestions. By and large. No, it's absolutely true, Tim. You know, we, we, if, if men are struggling with anything that you believe that we can help you with and have an open conversation with anybody or even just between ourselves, we are more than happy to do that. That's why we're here. Can I also say as well, Momentum is a not-for-profit organization and, uh, you know, there's a little bit of funding behind the scenes that needs to happen. Uh, if you feel called and you feel sense to uh, to sow into this ministry that impacts men literally all around Australia, uh, we'd love to, uh, to con- well, you to consider giving a donation towards Momentum and keeping the show on the air literally all around the nation and over the water in Tasmania as well, might I add. And, you know, when you sow into Momentum, what you're sowing into is keeping the show on the air and impacting lives all around the nation. And we do get feedback, there's from every yeah. state in Australia of men reaching out to us, which is just wonderful. Yeah, like everywhere, Darwin, Townsville, um, Tasmania, Western Australia, yeah, even Croatia, would you believe? <laughs> From everywhere. That's mm. really cool. MomentumAustralia.org if you'd like to find out more and uh, check out previous episodes of the show too. And uh, Des and I will be back next week with another episode of Momentum. Until then, you take care. God bless. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. 
You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Momentum.